What is the Forgiven Tribe podcast? Who is it for? What inspired it? What are the themes discussed in this show? What is planned for the near future? Join me for this incredible one-off interview to myself. Welcome to a special episode of the Forgiven Tribe show. As I bring our show to YouTube with a brand new channel for the Forgiven Tribe show, a podcast that is currently in its third year, I thought it wouldn't make sense to release an interview with the host so we can ask her all the questions that you might have about this show. Today, I interview, well, myself. Okay, I admit it. I wanted to have a bit of fun while sharing a bit about myself and this show as we start our brand new channel on YouTube. And I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Rosanna. Welcome to this strange interview. Hi, Rosanna. Thank you for the invitation. I'm really happy to be here. Looking forward to this conversation. Oh, thank you so much. Me too. Well, Rosanna, shall we start with you? What is the journey that brought you to become a podcaster? What was the inspiration behind starting the Forgiven Time podcast? And to share your thoughts and uh, ideas. <laughs> well, first of all, thanks for calling me podcaster. Uh, I'm not sure I am. Although I've been publishing episodes for the Forgiven Time show every week since May 2021. Well, just before releasing the first few episodes, I remember preparing the podcast trailer and I thought, I'm not famous. I'm not an influencer. I don't have any expertise in podcasting and I'm not a professional when it comes to mental health. How can I explain what I'm doing and why I'm doing it? And then it came just like that. And I started, imagine you are watching the movie of your life a life that has been generous with you. You are successful and loved, but most of all, you are fulfilled. Yes, there are a few hiccups along the way, but who doesn't, right? They are a normal part of life. And then suddenly the film director shouts, stop, and the movie interrupts. Then comes to you saying, I'm sorry, sweetheart, but you are watching the wrong movie. In this one, you are actually depressed, your job sucks. Your network of friends and family is fine, but everybody is too busy to be a significant character in your life. And your colleagues are taking you towards an inevitable burnout. In fact, the burnout is the next scene to shoot. Well, that actually happened to me not long ago. For a rather long period of time, I thought that everything was largely fine in my life. But the truth is, that the ground started to crumble beneath my feet and my reality, well, it resembled a living nightmare from which I couldn't simply wake up. So I had to fall and fall deep, reach the bottom and eventually burn out. Now, one of the first memory that I have is a conversation with my mother that happened shortly after I was sent home on a sick leave by the occupational doctor. And during that conversation, she said, you know, Rosanna, when you are coming back to Italy for your holiday in a couple of months, don't mention anything about this thing. This thing being the burnout. Now, don't get me wrong, never, not even for a moment, I thought that her advice wasn't coming from a place of love. She was probably concerned about me, thinking that I needed some time to understand what was going on in my life. However, 
her point made me feel as there was something that I had to be ashamed for, but I didn't feel ashamed. Realizing how difficult it was for my mother, who knew about what happened to me at work, to accept my burnout made me realize that for other people could have been even more difficult. No wonder there is still so much stigma around mental health. So I decided earlier on that as soon as I felt better, I would have done my best to share my story with all my struggles and raise awareness about mental health. Then I put that idea on a side while I was dealing with the ordeal of depression and everything else that a burnout brings with it. Now, being a scientist, I couldn't simply wait for things to happen. So after the inevitable depression that comes with a burnout, I undertook a personal journey to understand what brought me, a successful 40-something-year-old lady, to fall apart physically and mentally. I had to understand, find a reason why what happened, happened. What went wrong? What I could have done differently? What tools would have helped me? But most importantly, I wanted to understand what steps I had to take to turn that nightmare around and build the necessary resilience so that I could find my way back up, take back the ownership of my own life and make sense of it once again. What I learned helped me so much that going back to a successful life was no way near enough. I had to do something more and share it. Why? Well, because like a caterpillar needs to go through a painful transformation and break the cocoon to become a beautiful butterfly. As part of that journey, I had to break the barriers that I had built around me and get myself naked. Well, in a figurative sense, obviously. But becoming naked means becoming more vulnerable, more authentic, but also feeling more, showing more my emotions than ever before, perceiving more, understanding more. And I realized that many people around me were playing a life movie that they weren't fully happy with. It wasn't just me. We live with a global mental health epidemic. So I thought that everything I went through, the destruction of my early self and the becoming naked were all worthwhile if I could share that experience with others in a way that could inspire, encourage, and perhaps even equip them with information and tools to take and apply to their own lives. The pain I experienced and the learning that came out of it were too precious for keeping it just for myself. Here I was once again with that deep need to find my voice and share. I wasn't sure how that was going to happen, but you know, when you put a big sign out of there to the universe and ask for help, typically the universe sends you answers and gifts. And so at the end of 2020, and that was about 18 months after the conversation with my mother, a group of friends were talking about podcasting. Podcasting, I thought. I had no idea how I could make it, but certainly the total was intriguing and it could have been very well the answer I was looking for. So I started looking into it and the rest is history, as they say. I published the first installment of episodes at the beginning of May, 2021, and I haven't stopped since. 
Today, we are well into our third year together. Around 120 episodes have been released at the time of recording. And I had the pleasure to talk with well over 100 amazing guests that share their insights, their wisdom, their life stories, and their missions with us to inspire, help, and support our audience. So who is your audience? Who is the Forgiven Trial Show for? Oh, great question. Well, Forgive and Try is a podcast for those who are facing significant life challenges or feel stuck and want to understand how they can shake the world and move to the next level in their lives. When we are in that negative space, it may be difficult to come out alone within a time frame that doesn't leave behind traces of those challenges. And very often those traces can be seen on the status of our health, whether it's physical or mental, or perhaps in both. Having experienced very difficult situation at work that led me to a burnout a few years ago, I experienced firsthand the consequences of not having the right guidance, the right support, and the right tools, and their impact on our ability to face those challenges. So having found some answers myself, I felt it was important, no, let me rephrase it. I felt it was my responsibility as human being to share what I learned with others. And when I don't have the knowledge, experience, or expertise myself, I bring experts that can take the lead and show us the way out of our tunnel and see the light again. Most episodes start from real life experiences based either on my own experience, on my own personal journey, or on that of brave men and women who find the courage to become the heroes of their own story by turning whatever mess they were in into a powerful message. These everyday heroes have often changed their life and transformed their struggles into their life purpose. They are now therapists, coaches, authors, inspirational speakers that share the same idea, thrive in life by helping others thriving. We use their real life experiences and wisdom to understand how challenging situations can be overcome and hopefully inspire the viewers. So that's very interesting. So in what ways do you inspire your viewers? Well, we design for Give and Try around four pillars to inspire, encourage, teach, and equip our audience with solutions that they can take and transfer to their own life so the stories that we tell serve our audience with three core messages. A, you are not alone. There are countless of people who face similar challenges like yours. Loneliness is often an unwanted companion when facing tough times. We slowly withdraw from whatever social life we used to have because we are so taken by what is happening to us. But very often, it also happens that most of the people that were in our network starts to fade away, become estranged, and create space between them and us. So we start to feel alone, perhaps judged, and most of the times neither heard nor understood. That's a tough place to be, because as human beings, we have very basic needs to be seen, heard, understood, not judged, but also to belong and to have a purpose. So when these basic needs are not met, then it doesn't take very long for our physical and mental health to start crumbling. 
So my message is, I see you, I hear you, I understand your pain. I'm not here to judge you and you matter because you matter to me. The second message is that no matter how tough today is, you can still thrive tomorrow. Our guests who experienced these significant challenges in their lives are now thriving again, and they can vouch for so many others that they helped along the way. And if they did it, you can do it. It's a message of hope that whatever you are facing today, it doesn't have to be your tomorrow. And see, our third message is that we want to be practical. Yes, they did. And this is how they did it. How they and those they helped rose above those challenges. We are adamant to provide useful tips and tools that anyone can implement straight away and start the healing journey. Wow, that's absolutely beautiful. What is then the Forgiven Tribe podcast really about? Well, as I said before, with Forgiven Tribe, we want to inspire, encourage, teach, and equip our audience with solutions that they can take and transfer to their own life. We often talk about the journey, and that's what life is. Life is a journey. And no matter how desperate and alone you may feel right now, that journey is a journey that is meant to be worked with others. So for us, each episode represents a step in that journey that our listeners, or viewers, and I take together to understand, analyze, find answers to everyday challenges. However, these so-called everyday challenges don't refer to trivial situations because our topics are often intellectually demanding, stretching us and our beliefs. And obviously, they can be emotionally stimulating. As the name suggests, thriving life is an objective of the show. Well, thriving is actually the objective of life, isn't it? Nothing in life is meant to stay still, not for long at least. If we don't thrive, if we don't improve, if we don't expand, then we decline, we struggle, we contract and eventually die. Thriving in life for me doesn't mean having a fantastic life in which everything works like a clockwork, but rather a life with falls and rises, a life in which falls can happen, but we have the strength the knowledge and the tools to pivot and rise again. In my own journey, I had to come to terms with how I thought about myself and how I didn't love myself, for example, not enough to build healthy boundaries with others and protect myself. This is a tough thing to realize. It's so much easier to give the full responsibility of what happened to us to other people. But if we keep ourselves stuck on that thought, we cannot find a way to start healing. Healing starts when the, we take the responsibility of our own doing. When we accept that we played a part, often unconsciously, in what happened. Healing starts when we forgive ourselves for having kept us there. And with that awareness, we give ourselves the permission to leave the past behind to thank the people and the situation that cause us pain for the lesson that we learn. Because in every situation, there is a lesson, a blessing that is there for us to discover. In my case, for example, it was realizing that my lack of self-love 
prevented me from raising boundaries with others. In other words, to know what I'm okay with and what I'm not. Only if I know where those boundaries are, I can teach others. So if others crossed boundaries that should have been there, but I forgot or didn't know how to raise, then the responsibility for what happened cannot be 100% on them, right? So forgiving myself was important for me to try. As it was forgiving those who hurt me, accept the fact that their wrongdoing couldn't be undone, but give myself grace and compassion to move forward with or without them in my life. The forgiveness we are talking about, obviously, is the emotional forgiveness, which transcends from any religious belief. So whether you have a religious practice or not, that concept of forgiveness that we will be discussing here is still very much relevant. And I believe useful to improve the quality of our life and embrace our well-being by reducing stress and anxiety from everyday life, growing a more positive outlook on life and boosting our sense of self. So how do you choose your guests or topics for each episode? Is there a specific criteria or approach that you follow to ensure a diverse and engaging lineup? Yes, well, my number one objective is to bring value, to serve my audience with valuable content and offer a stage to those who have a powerful message to share. So I select topics and guests that can help me achieving exactly that. My objective is not to be controversial necessarily. This doesn't mean only bringing in guests that can discuss about topics that align with my beliefs or what I consider valuable. There have been a few episodes, for example, that really stretched me and my understanding and challenged my beliefs, but I thought it was important to share them. Then the topics we discuss sometimes involve feelings of shame or perhaps guilt. And because of that, some often refrain from talking about them. But what good can come out of it? Very little, I think, right? Because living with regret, shame, guilt, fear, resentment is not a good living. Certainly, it's not a way to thrive in life. So the objective is to bring value through our selection of topics and explore them from the perspective of our guests. I like to mix and match different topics to keep the overall production interesting and engaging. That said, the episode's topics revolve around five main themes, mental well-being, self-awareness, mindset, relationships, and career. For a show published in the mental health category, talking about mental well-being may appear obvious. The four themes perhaps may seem a stretch at first, but from my experience, I learned that they are key elements of the same equation. The reason for that is that many mental illnesses are environmental. We fall into their trap out of situations we experience that challenge us beyond the limits of normal personal growth. These are situations that we don't know how to deal with and as such can deeply affect our understanding of who we are, what our place in the world is, how we relate to others, or even why we do what we do. That is so interesting, but I might argue that there are so many other podcasts that perhaps cover similar topics or they are in the same niche. So what do you believe sets your podcast apart from others in the same niche? 
how do you strive to make it unique and appealing to your target audience? Oh, great question. Well, as I said, the Forgiven Tribe podcast is published in the mental health category. That was very much intentional. Many podcasts in that category benefit from a host that has a professional know-how. I don't. I don't have a university degree in medicine and certainly not a degree in psychology or psychiatry. But I see that as an underdog advantage. What I learned comes through my direct experience. I was there. I've done it. And now I'm here to tell you my story of recovery so others can find a way to make a U-turn in their lives. Is still possible. Or know what helped me. I often share my own journey with mental health, providing relatable and authentic insights to my listeners and viewers. That said, I also bring in many experts, coaches, psychologists, therapists, researchers, caregivers, and advocates to share their expertise and latest findings. They provide very diverse perspectives to the discussion, which is never dull or too dry. We go deep intentionally. Every episode revolves around a main topic and every topic is introduced through an inspirational story, a feature story of resilience and recovery that inspires hope and strength in our audience, but also provide practical strategies. We focus on providing actionable tips, tools, and coping strategies that viewers can apply to their own lives. And sometimes we bring the attention on some creative outlets, like writing or music, and how they can be very powerful ways to support our healing and rebuild our resilience. Our international guests often bring a holistic approach to the conversation. With them, we explore how mental health intersects with physical health, nutrition, and overall well-being, but also parenting, friendship, and relationships including those somewhat dangerous dynamics that we can find in the workplace or societal pressure and conditioning. And we often ask them what we can do to change situations that are not conducive of our own well-being. Ultimately, we want to fight and break down the stigma around mental health by educating our audience and helping those struggling with it, managing the day-to-day life and hopefully recovering from it. I believe we can stop the mental health stigma within one generation. And it's everyone's responsibility to lean in. This is my humble contribution. Let's do it together. Because as I always say at the end of each episode, we are together in this journey. And the journey is the journey of life. Oh, that is so beautiful. Rosana, if you had to define one particularly memorable moment, that left a lasting impression on you or perhaps on your viewers, what that would be? (laughs) Well, it may sound presumptuous perhaps, but every episode brings a lasting impression on me. I dedicated a fair amount of time researching the topics and my guests that my involvement is 100, no, 150% in it. That said, I receive sometimes private emails from listeners sharing how useful they found that episode or that tip and how much their perception shifted by learning that someone else, perhaps on the other side of the world, faced a similar challenge. This is priceless 
And it's the reason why I do what I do. And what was the one thing that surprised you that came out of this show? Hmm. Well, I'm going to give you two. That's okay. The first one, obviously, is the fact that my voice and message could be heard in parts of the world that I've never been or I never had the pleasure to visit yet. And this idea is quite daunting, actually, especially for someone who has always been quite shy and reserved, like myself. The second surprise is uh, is very personal. And the growth I had from talking with some 120 amazing people so far and also telling my stories out loud has surpassed by far my wildest expectations. While I expected some growth from talking to so many experts, it was surprising to realize that I could grow also from talking about my own stories. I suppose the reason is that a lot of healing comes from sharing because you need to look at the story and separate the sort of objective truth from your truth. You need to question yourself, understand how you feel and why you feel it. So this was a priceless gift for me. And I hope everyone else who tunes in. Well, we hope exactly the same, that everyone will tune in and will get exactly the same gifts. Moving forward, if you had to draw a line and say how the podcast evolved since its start, where would you put the emphasis? And also looking forward, looking ahead, what are your future plans for the podcast? Well, we are recording this introductory episode for our YouTube channel. So I would say that this has been certainly a major evolution in itself. One slightly different aspect that YouTube enables us with, and that with standard platform is less obvious perhaps, is to provide snips of each episode as well. Our episodes are on average about one hour long. This is not unusual for podcasts, but certainly feels a little bit long for YouTube when videos are often 10, 20 minutes long. So the idea is that together with the long version of the episode, we will try also to bring selected parts of the conversation that are particularly insightful and can be listened to and viewed as a standalone piece. So I will say that growing our channel on this platform is certainly at the top of our plans. Uh, this will take some time and effort and obviously commitment. Then let's not forget the episodes are also published in audio form on various platforms and we take care of the social media on uh, various social media platforms as well. You will find all our social media handles in the description of every episode. So please follow us, interact with us, make suggestions on what you would like to learn more about and give us feedback. We will love your comments and we will make a point to respond to all of them. Now, this is very interesting because you have been publishing the Forgiven Try show for over two years now. And today we are shooting the interview as a welcome to the brand new YouTube channel. Why did it take you so long to go on YouTube? Wow, great question. Well, there is a lot to learn from this experience alone. After I recorded the first interview for the podcast, uh, I remember it was in video form and I watched it and I said, okay, the message is powerful and needs to go out, but there is no way I'm showing my face. Now, that was not necessarily a problem as podcasts are often listened to and most production only rely on the audio form. 
However, I had to question myself. What a mascara. The people will point their fingers towards me and perhaps laugh at me. It was difficult to ask those questions, but I needed to agree with myself that the point was not to have praises on how well I looked or how eloquent I could be. Although these things might be important and might help, the message that I wanted to put out was far more important than the messenger's ego. And we often let our ego to sit on the driving seat of our life, don't we? We sabotage what we want to do and achieve out of fear and perhaps judgment. As the world was out there, just keeping their breath in, waiting for you to make a mistake so that they can finally laugh at you, right? The reality is many won't notice it. And that's okay. It means they don't need your message. Others won't care about it. Again, it's okay. They might have something more urgent or important to care about, or perhaps they already have that solution. But I can promise you that there will be someone that is waiting for you to do you. When I realized that, I just laughed and said, okay, let's do it. Let's see what we need to do to start this channel and have the ball rolling on this platform as well. Absolutely. Let's have this ball rolling. So, Rosanna, is there anything else that you would like to say? <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, the only thing is to really invite everyone to join me in this exciting journey of learning and growth, because we are not islands. We cannot always overcome all the challenges on our own. And quite frankly, we don't have to. We can help each other. We can support each other. We can laugh together and cry together if we need to. We can be there for each other and make sure that we all thrive together and no one is left behind. So support us and this conversation by subscribing to our channel. Follow us on the other social media platforms, stay engaged and challenge us to bring to you what you need to hear. Because remember, we are together in this journey. And I really mean it. Well, Rosanna, what can I say? Thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. It was delightful. And quite frankly, I had a lot of fun doing it. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching. If you enjoy this content, subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to hit the notification bell and like this video. See you in the next one.